Hello, this is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads Shadows of Self. Um, this is episode two, and we are going to be reading chapters four through six. Here we go. Um, when on our last episode, Marasi just shot the guy who was holding her hostage right next to her head, and I'm a little bit concerned. So let's see how that all turns out. Here we go. Okay, so we're back in Wax's point of view. I'm going to try to actually keep track of whose point of view we're in. Uh, sometimes I don't actually have to focus on it, and it just kind of comes naturally. And other times I miss things, like, it took me too long to realize we were in Wayne's point of view before. Anyway, so, Wax's point of view. Um, and Wax seems to think this is one of Suit's minions, one of his uncle's minions. I'm kind of amused that he still thinks of his uncle as Suit, um, despite the fact that he knows who Suit actually is, and it's one of his relatives. Um... Let's see. Okay, Marasi looks a little bit shell-shocked. She has, like, bits of the guy, like, sprayed across her face. This is gross. Ugh. Um, she does seem to be a little shocked about this, thankfully. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, okay, okay, good. I'm glad that Wax is saying, you know, you discharged a pistol right next to your head and you're going to have trouble hearing possible permanent damage. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Brandon. I'm sorry I doubted you, that you would adequately portray the effects of firing guns right next to your ear. Um, but no, Brandon's got my back. Um, I shouldn't, I, I will not doubt, doubt again. Okay. Oh, poor Marasi. The third time someone has tried to use her as a hostage. Um, she talks about she exude indefensibility. I think that's a good thing. I'm with Wax, um, in that it makes them underestimate her. However, um, I don't know. I, I feel like Wax was talking about people used to use, uh, or he talked about in the original Alloy of Law prologue that people used Lessie against him or him against Lessie all the time. Um, and they thought it was a good thing, except it actually ended up leading to her getting killed via wax thanks to tan so i don't know okay lessie wearing trousers under the dress you should definitely wear some kind of pants covering while under dresses because i i don't know maybe that's just me but i like wearing at least shorts under my skirts i don't like it's not good i don't know i feel i always feel weird when like you see on TV shows, like, guys wearing skirts for the first time or something. They're like, it's so nice and spacious. I'm like, no, I don't like it, actually. I need, like, I want actual clothing on underneath the skirt, other than just the skirt itself. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, but I feel like Lassie feels the same way. Does Constable Reddy have a whip? <laughs> because I'm not above making dumb puns. The end. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, so Wax has a special deputized forbearance in the constabulary, um, but he's not in their command structure. Interesting. That's kind of what I was wondering. So he probably shouldn't have been bribing people anyway, um, which he wasn't. He was showing off alamancy, but it looked like a bribe at first. Oh, and Wax knows about hemallergy now a little bit, thanks to Marsh's book. I thought that um, Suit, Edward. I thought he was trying to breed Alamancers, but I guess if he was aware that Hemalurgy was an option, that that could change the game a little bit. 
explain. Go, d don't talk about finding people's teeth after Marasi is probably a little bit unsettled about all of that. I don't know. I'm a little bit surprised that Marasi's not more shocked about killing a guy that clo up close and personal. Maybe she's done this a lot in her new constable job, but I don't know. I don't feel like even even cops don't kill people that often. And I know she she shot people before in their earlier adventures, but that was kind of like with a rifle from a distance, if I remember. Like, I don't know. I I can tell you guys right now, I have never killed anybody outside of like video games or anything. But I don't know. I feel like I would react a little differently from like, this is a combat situation and I'm firing at like targets from afar versus, you know, this guy grabbed me and I'm going to shoot his face off point blank and get him spattered all over me because I did that. Like, I don't know. I feel like one of those would unsettle me quite a bit more, even if I had already been through the first. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe Marasi is actually more shaken up by what she just did. Though I was... What what I was reading seemed more like she was just shaken by the after effects of the gunshot and the capturing rather than like moral implications of having killed someone like that. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, now we're going to talk about the Governor's Brothers auction. Sweet. Let's go check that whole scene out. Let's go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Constable Combs, you're out of uniform. Okay, I warned you guys that I have some RPs and I have to, like, talk about them when things remind me. So currently, like, all through the Words of Radiance one, if you guys listen to the Words of Radiance Splintercast, you probably dealt with me mentioning Sydney Scrounders quite a bit. Um, I have a new RP. Um, Scrounders is kind of on hiatus and may not come back. But anyway, um, but my current RP, I actually play uh, a detective, a cop, um, whose name is Evan. Um, Evan Tashi is her name, short for Ivana, but she goes by Evan. And she's actually um, also a cop. Um, but the events of that roleplay tend to get her into crime-solving situations on her days off a lot. And so having Marasi be a cop who's being chastised for solving crimes on her day off is just like, oh, look, it's like Evan. And I'm, I'm, I'm very very amused. How is it that you find your way consistently into situations like this, despite explicitly being told that it's not your assignment as you're not a field constable? <laughs> Pure happenstance, I'm sure, sir. Uh, Marasi, however, appears to be actively seeking out cases in her off-duty time, while Evan just kind of keeps getting dragged into them, and then she has to report back, like, I'm sorry, Chief. I ended up in a murder investigation. I was trying to be on vacation, I swear. Anyway. I do feel a little bad that Marasi seems to be kind of getting left behind by Wax and Wayne. That she kind of does want to tag along and help them out, and they just kind of want to do their own thing. Because she's a person. Eh, anyway. Constabulary jackets are brown. Note to fan artists. I like to keep track of things like that. It's it's a good thing to know off the top of your head. Ugh, what must that smelled like? That the scene with all the bodies, like, even if it just happened the night before, that kind of thing reeks. Goodness. Okay, so we're a year after the first book. Um, 
Which I'm glad because I didn't remember Aradel. I, I remembered Breton. Now that they've said Breton's name, um, sorry. They're they're looking at the scene and she's describing Aradel, um, and I was like, I don't remember this guy. Um, but okay, he's Breton's replacement from the last book. Wayne, chill. <laughs> Why is everyone so grim? We should be throwing a blooming party, shouldn't we? Wayne, um, there's like thirty corpses on the floor. That's not really party environment. Chill. Yeah, violent change in power in the underworld can be dangerous, Wayne. A hit of huge ambition eliminating rivals wholesale. Nice. Good job, Marasi. The boss approves. House Innate. That's an interesting last name. I kind of like it. Lord Winston Innate. Hmm. Marasi has a file hidden on her desk about the governor. Interesting. Oh, Wayne is probably drinking dead person whiskey. Oh, that's morbid. Marasi is noting that Wax uh, referred to her by her last name, Miss Combs. Um, which I would almost be... I mean, I guess he's around her boss, so why would they not use... Like, I figure that would be respectful, though I'm a little surprised he called her Miss and not Constable Combs. Hmm... Okay, so we've got a fairy chemist, a steel runner. I'm really interested in steel runners, actually. Um, actually, what would be really interesting is if we could find a steel compounder. Like, I know that we're probably not going to get another compounder as a villain because we had Miles' last book who was a compounder. But, like, steel compounders are so ludicrously overpowered. I'd really love to see what Brandon did with one as a character. Um... Because you'd be a, a a coin shot and a steel runner if you had both. Uh, which uh, I, we also probably wouldn't want to have because then we'd have Wax facing off against another coin shot. Which we already did that at the beginning of this uh, book with Marks. <laughs> but anyway, I'm even even just a regular steel runner, not a not a steel compounder, would be really cool. Suit has Waxillium's sister. I feel like that's probably been mentioned before, but I've forgotten it, so that's a good reminder for me. They keep using he to describe this person, despite the fact that they don't actually know who it was, which is a little annoying to me. Um, I would say, I I would say they should probably use they, though it it's pinging me a little more just because I think it was probably that girl, um, the blonde one that we kind of had mentioned. Mostly because I think it'd be really cool if we had an awesome lady villain. Yes, please, yes. Really, we haven't had... Have we had any really good female villains in Brandon books? Uh, we kind of had Chanelariel, but she was fairly small time. Like, I wouldn't call her the villain of the final empire. Um, I'd say that's definitely still the Lord Ruler. I don't know, I don't... I don't... I don't think we really have... Yeah, yeah, we could use a a good lady villain. I mean, Tin from uh, um, Words of Radiance is again still kind of small time. Yeah, all of our like uh, non heroic ladies have been kind of more minor characters. Um, you could argue like Iatil or uh, Sedeus's wife um, Ialai, maybe a Sudan. From, sorry, I'm talking all Stormlight characters, but that's really all I can think of. Anyway, sorry, I just kind of want a cool lady villain. That'd be cool. Hmm. Wax is saying that a few executions in the chaos 
uh, quick and surgical, but the killer would be safe during the f- despite the firefight is like a sign that it would be fairy chemical. Um, but I don't know that you would say that even a steel runner would be safe during a firefight. Um, then again, I don't actually know how steel running works. Uh, like we've seen how messing with time alimentically works, but I don't get the sense that steel running actually messes with time. I think it, doesn't it just make you move faster? Do you also have increased, like, reaction speed? Do you sense time moving more slowly for you than everyone else? Um, basically, I'm wondering, like, how much precision do steel runners actually have? Because um, I, I think when I was originally working, I was thinking it was just kind of like driving a car much faster, where you don't actually get more time to react. You can just, like, move from point A to point B um, in a quicker amount of time, but you've got to be careful. Um which is formidable, but I think we, if your actual perception was sped up as well so that you could react to things as though they were in real time while you were sped up, that would, that would be a really impressive power. Okay, and that's actually the end of part one. Interesting. I don't feel like, what's the next chapter though? Okay, so the next chapter is five. That was a really short part. Only four chapters? Um, I'm looking at my ebook thing. I guess we're 60. I, I'm on page 62 of 332, um, in my ebook. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's a good chunk, but four chapters just seems really small for a part. Anyway, let's keep going. Chapter five. Hmm, okay, so Wayne is storing health. Um, yeah, he needs soon, he needs some healing. Wise. Was tempted to call it the worst day of his life, but that would certainly be an exaggeration. The worst day of his life would be the one when he died. Might die today, though. So what's going on? What is happening? This isn't the wedding, is it? His room in Wax's mansion. Does he live in Wax's mansion? Hmm. He appreciated the room, though he really only stayed because of the free food. Well, that and because of Wax, the man needed company to keep him from going more strange. Hmm. <laughs> He's taking a doily as a handkerchief. Oh, Wayne. For a second I thought he was going to try to steal the candelabra, and I was like, why do you need a candelabra, Wayne? <laughs> Proper loafing requires company. One man lying about's be an idol. Two men lying about is a lunch break. I totally feel that, though. As someone who now works an office job... There's sometimes where you're like, man, I just really need to take a break, but everyone else is being so productive. But as soon as you catch someone else having a break, you can, like, join them and be, like, in your camaraderie as you talk about the fact that you have so much to do. Anyway. Okay, four people shot first, dead in an eye blink so fast it sounded like a single shot. Okay, that makes me think a steel runner actually has experiences time more slowly than everyone else, which is totally not how I was conceptualizing it before. Wow, that's really powerful. Um, dang, steel, steel is cool. So it's, it's really not just speed. It's like your perception of time that steel s- stores. Cause I mean, if it were just speed, you wouldn't be able to like think and react more quickly. Um, I don't think it's, 
Steel, steel running is a lot more powerful than I was originally expecting it to be. If you can fire off four shots, anyway, anyway, that's, that's very different than what I was, cons- than what I was originally thinking of it. Okay. So they're just now figuring out that the person was trying to start a firefight. But I don't know. I thought, I thought that was kind of obvious after we figured out that they sparked the fight from the middle. Like, anyway. First of the month. What does Wayne do on the first of the month? Let's see. Until you know it ain't true, treat every woman like she has an older brother what is stronger than you are. That, I don't know, in a way that's good advice because yes, you should treat ladies with respect, but also you shouldn't necessarily do it because you fear retaliation. <sighs> Sorry, feminist discourse in the middle of Shadows of Self. Whatever. Wayne talking about how much he can write makes me think of Chinese. I'm like, I know like seven Chinese characters, and there's only three of them in my Chinese name, so. Sorry, I've been trying to learn Chinese because I live with a in a house full of people who all speak Chinese, and I'm the only one who doesn't, and so occasionally there are just conversations that I can't keep up with. I speak French, for those of you who aren't aware of that. Um, not completely fluently, but passively. Um, like, I have my Mistborn books in French, and I can read them. Uh, it's really fun. I love the Mistborn books in French. Uh, they're, they're really cool. Anyway, but yeah, so I, uh, visited China for a month this summer, learned some of the characters. I can write my, uh, Chinese name correctly, though I probably don't say it very well. Chinese is hard, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna keep pushing with it, but it's a difficult language. Anyway. So villages capitalized. I'm interested in what that might be. Especially because it's a place that Wax apparently hates. Alright, now we're with Marasi, who is somewhere that there's seaborn wind. Interesting. Is she on, like, the Hamandar Bay, maybe? Let's see. Marossi is refreshing the news website by buying the afternoon edition of the paper and comparing it to the morning edition. Oh, right. Hmm, there's people out of work. Sorry, I'm yawning. Um, let's, I wonder if that's going to be important later on. Oh, it's the technology boom. It's putting people out of work. Interesting. Sorry, I've noticed that I say interesting a lot in these recordings. That's kind of my go-to word of like, huh, all right, I, that's a fact that I'll file away. So I apologize if it comes up a lot. I kind of tried to swap my reading, the responding words out, but, you know, sometimes you fall back into the old habits because they're familiar. All right, so we're back with Wax, who is now in the village. Hmm, what's going on here? Glad to see that he got vindication back. Don't lose your good gun, dude. Huh. Okay. Is he... Is this the terrace sort of neighborhood that he's going into? Is that what the village is? Um, mostly I ask because I'm getting distinctly, like, elven alienage uh, impressions from this place. Which is interesting. I guess... Dang it. Now I'm thinking like, sorry, that's a Dragon Age reference. Um, elves who live in cities, uh, in the Dragon Age universe usually have their own little neighbor, neighborhoods called the Alienage, which are kind of slums 
and the human occupants don't usually like to go in there and talk to them, but that's interesting. Okay, um, I hadn't really thought about that at all. There's there's a terrace alienage. Now now I'm kind of like conceptualizing a uh, um, a Dragon Age Alloy of Law AU, which I definitely don't need another Dragon Age AU. I just wrote like a fifty thousand word. Uh, no, it's not nearly that long, but like a, at least 20,000 word long Stormlight Dragon Age AU, um, which was very fun, but I, I, I don't, I don't need another one. I have enough to do. I don't have time to write that much. Oh, no, no, we're gonna be good. No, no AUs, Alex. Stop. You have enough fanfics. Yep, yep, Terraceman. <laughs> he's, he's in the Terrace alienage. <laughs> okay. Okay, so people from Terrace had slightly darker skin. That is an interesting thing that we should take note of, everyone. I don't know that we've had that confirmed. Ah ha ha, none of them in here had the elongated features seen in the ancient paintings. That was a thing of mythology. Ah, but is it though? I'm fairly certain that's a side effect of the breeding programs, actually. So... Okay, so how would we say that? Waffendal? Waffendal, I think. Hmm. Okay, her grandson. So I'm guessing this is Wax's mother's side. He gets his terrace blood from his mom. Which, I mean, the fact that he's twin-born makes... We knew he had terrace blood. But I don't know, I guess I'd never, <laughs> I'd never thought about any of this. Oh, that's just interesting. So, okay, to continue with my Dragon Age analogy that I'm definitely not going to turn into an AU, um, it would be like he's... he'd be elf-blooded, but doesn't like his elven side? So, like, he doesn't really like his terrace side? I wonder why. It's making me sad, because if the terrace people are elves, I love elves, and I'm upset by people who don't like elves. Wax, why don't you like elves that aren't elves because they're terrace men? Dang it. This is a silly thing to... This is why... Fan fiction is bad for you children. You start making concepts and judging characters for things they don't actually believe because there's analogs in universes that they're not a part of. It's dumb. Stop, Alex. Stop. It's too late. I'm already judging Wax. Wax, like your terrorist side. Your terrorist side is cool. Quit it. Ugh. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm garbage. Whatever. Okay, we're back to Wayne now. Dang it, I kind of wanted to find out more about Wax. What's going on there? Ha ha ha, the coin in the mouth trick. That's one that we got from... I think Zane was the one to come up with that one originally, wasn't it? Um, interesting. Alamancers can't push on a coin if it's in my mouth. Oh, but I am curious about what Wayne's task is for the month. I forgot about that. Dang it. Ugh. How dare you, Brandon, have three storylines that I'm equally interested in, because I keep getting annoyed that we have to move to a different one than being like, oh, no, wait, I actually do want to find out what's in this one. Okay, so he's going to the university. <laughs> I love High Imperial. It's the best. It does sound more formal when you think about it in a formal way. Wasing always the wanting of knowing. Okay, so this is the first of his three trials. There's people waiting on him. Hmm. <laughs> Wayne is being introduced to gum. I'm investigating alternative states of sobriety. That's a fun way to put that. He's drunk. You're drunk, Wayne. Go home. 
<laughs> Borrowing five off of you. There you go. Make a deal. <laughs> and Wayne has put on a persona. I like it. I love how quickly Wayne can just, like, change the entire me. And I love that he's enough of a method actor that the actual narration <laughs> changes to reflect his persona's state of mind. <laughs> the building looked an awful lot like a prison. Three stories of small windows, stonework architecture, and iron gates that seem to say, stay away, boys, if you value your nether parts. I appreciate the tyrant of Pashadon. Interesting. I'm wondering if this tyrant has a name. So... Who's he checking in on? Who's here? Ha ha ha! Ah ha ha ha! Admitting two people to the governor's spring dinner and policy speech. Ticket with no specific name. <laughs> it's delivered to her, to his house, but it's for Wax and Steris. I like it. A really nice-looking leaf in exchange for these tickets. Rusting beautiful that leaf was. Alriandre. <laughs> Really? Alriandre is her name. Okay. So apparently Alrion and Beldre have... Uh, interesting. Interesting names. Hmm, I wonder what she's like. <laughs> I thought alcohol was a poison, which showed him that a fellow couldn't always trust his own body. But today he didn't complain. You can heal yourself of drunkenness. That's kind of fun. Sobriety hit him like a brick to the chin. Beautiful. Who is she? Dawnshot? Is Wax the Dawnshot of the Ruffs? I don't remember that name for Wax, but that sounds like a Wax sort of name. Seems too Wax poetic. Uh, <laughs> wow, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop. I'm, there's gonna be puns. I've gotten worse with puns since the last time you guys listened to Splintercast, but hey. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I thought I I thought I remembered something about him visiting uh the daughter of one of the men that he killed. Poor Wayne. I'm glad that he's trying to help out, but god that's gotta be hard. Hmm. Old Terrace. It's kind of interesting to me that they would live inside the city, but as though they weren't inside the silly city. Okay, there's that word again, the Catasandra. I don't did did we hear that before? Was that a term that came up in the previous books? Am I just not remembering it? Or I gotta go check the copper mine and find out what if that's an actual thing that is not that I've just forgotten about. <laughs> Grandmother V is what he's referring to her as in his head. Okay. Ooh, Wax has a terrace name. I like this. I like this a lot. Asinthu? Asinthu. Hmm, okay, so neither power is evil, but it's the mixing of those power that's, that's dangerous. Oh, okay, so they see it as the possibility of another lord ruler, a tyrant. Hmm. Ooh, there's another really good line. Memories grabbed Wax by his collar and shoved him face first up against his past. Hmm. So he was forbidden to use Allomancy while he was living in the village? That's interesting. Oh, you come looking for a fairy chemist killer? You need only look in the mirror, child. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay, now I'm really interested in Wax's backstory. Hmm, I kinda want more. 
Okay, so it is a it is a girl. Yes, yes. I Idashwi, Idashwi, and she's not a man. So she is a steel runner, but she's not a killer. Interesting. Claim she was being visited by the spirit of her dead brother. She's so in. Okay, I'm. I. Oh, okay. Um, he's gonna pronounce it for it. Idashwi, Idashwi, Idashwi. Okay. Huh, the Terrace language had been dead once, but Harmony's records included it, and many Terrace now learn to speak it in their youths. Interesting, um, that you could revive a dead language like that. And in a way, I'm a little bit surprised that it would catch on. But I mean, I guess it's the same kind of idea as, like, people learning to speak conlangs, except this one was, like, an actual lang. I wonder if, um, Seizad included, like, an actual resource of, like, how to speak Terrace in his book records that he left behind when he ascended. Or if, um, or if people just, like, saw all of the Terrace stuff, um, and figured it out from that. I don't know. That's kind of interesting. You were with her that night, actually. Hmm. Is that, like, with her, with her? Like, did Wax and this lady have like, quote-unquote, history. I don't know. I'll be a little disappointed if that's the case. Um, I kind of would prefer our awesome lady villain to not be, like, an ex-lover of the protagonist. You know, you know, like, let her stand on her own outside of connections to him and especially romantic connections to him. Uh, we will see. <laughs> nice. Pushing yourself out with a coin just to prove a point wax really okay okay i kind of like constable marasi she's she's walking through her desk now and thinking of how much she enjoys it and i i know that my various lawyer friends were rather upset that she had left their ranks um and had not decided to pursue becoming a lawyer but i don't know it it kind of suits her i feel like this is this is something that she actually wanted to do Especially because she's talking about how her father kind of wanted her to pick a respectable position, but this is actually the one that she that she wants more than that. Hmm. So her um, constable boss is wishing that they had pinned the attack kind of on like the incompetency of the cops, saying that uh, he's like, oh well, people are used to hating Connors. Um, It'd be better us than the governor. That's almost kind of a selfless thing to do. Like, thinking of what's best for the city. Oh, well, we're the cops, so we should take the rap because people dislike us anyway. And that'd be what's best for the city. Hmm. All right, so there's her ledger being mentioned again. We saw it earlier, in an earlier chapter. Um, so it looks like she's kind of more of an analyst, um, especially, like, statistics and looking over things like that. She's kind of very willing to talk back to him, though. Um, that's not what I would have expected from her. <laughs> Zinc tongues in the solicitor's office. I like that rather than silver tongue. Zinc tongue. Ugh, just cool things. I love world building. It's my favorite. Okay, and now I've run into a... Let me see if I can get... Oh, it looks like the picture is cut off. Whatever this one is supposed to be... Hmm, let me see if I can change the window in order to see it better. Curse you, ebook reader, not 
wanting to work correctly. Oh no, changing, okay, what the heck, nope, okay, so it looks like I can see a little bit, it says like, oh, come on, there's got to be a way to look at this. I'm going to actually, I'm going to pause real quick and mess with this to see if I can actually see what it says. Okay, so looking online, it looks like I'm kind of out of luck. Uh, I got to look at a little bit of it, um, and I think the ebook actually has some transcriptions of what happens. I guess I'll just have to wait until I get the actual book to really look at what this image is, which kind of makes me sad. Um, I'm using Adobe Digital Editions to read this. I don't know if there's a better way to read it. I'm not totally familiar with lots of ebook readers, but I'm doing my best. Anyway, so I'm going to uh, read through these real quick. Gentleman Jack. Um, was he always Gentleman Jack? I feel like he used to be Alamancer Jack before. Okay, so the efforts on, which this uses the phrase silver tongue as opposed to zinc tongue, which we just saw in the previous chapter. Let's see. Ah, <laughs> Henderwin. I remember really liking Henderwin. I'm trying to remember where I read about Henderwin. Maybe it was in the Alloy of Law Mistborn Adventure game? I feel like that one might have had a some sections from Alamancer Jack. Um, <laughs> but they were very amusing. 75 clips or one boxing 50. Uh, so we get confirmed that boxings are still the uh, currency of choice for Elendil. Just interesting. Um, I think in our Elendil RP, we decided that we were going to use a fictional currency of doxings um, because Doxen was kind of the person who ran finances for Kel's crew, and that would have been fun. So yeah, we called them Doxings, but it looks like here they, they actually just still call them Boxings, like in the Final Empire. Okay, and wow, this one's getting really long, but uh, here we are at chapter six, and I said I'd do three in every episode, so... Let's keep going. Um, I'm trying to only really comment when I feel I need to, um, because I know that if things are silent, I can just cut that part out. But I also don't want to like let long stretches of reading go by without saying things. So I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm probably going to be finished with these before they go to air. But go ahead and comment on whether or not you guys want like longer things with more comments, or if you'd prefer for me to just hit the highlights. Anyway, chapter six. Let's go. He actually Wax actually has a seat in the Senate. Hmm, when did that happen? Have we actually seen him do anything with that before now? I'm not, I was not remembering that. Interesting. Okay, so they have a sort of two-house senate where one side is elected and the other part is noble house seats. And then the governor is elected by the council, the senate as a whole. Huh. Oh, the Tyndall promenade. Tyndall. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm such a sucker for mentions of the original Mistborn trilogy. There's probably some people who are like, "Ugh, I just wish he could let this series stand on his own and stop hearkening back to the previous one. But you know what? It gets me every time. I love hearing about the previous people. I love it. They're my babies. It's good to hear from them. Huh, okay, so the woman is uh, addressing Wax's Dawn Shot. I really hadn't remembered that as a title for him. Oh, and he was going to go find Wayne. I wondered. Hi, Wayne. How are you feeling? Hmm. If he'd found Wayne in the process of the armed robbery, he probably would have shot him. That's kind of a hard thing to admit and hear from your best friend that there's a moment where he would have shot you. 
I mean, I like that they can be honest about this, but that's rough, buddy. <laughs> I'd have shot you right in the head, Wayne. You're a good friend. Ooh, you're the only person I know who I can cheer up by promising to kill him. Hmm. You didn't promise to kill me. You promised to have killed me. That is pre that is the present perfect tense. Wayne, I'm so impressed. Okay, you remember that thing that I said about Wayne not actually knowing that he was collecting phonemes? Um, because that's a really heavy linguistics thing. I take it back. I bet Wayne knows all a bunch about linguistics. And I bet he knows specifically that he's gathering phonemes when he's picking up an accent. God bless you, Wayne. You know... I'm so back. Why is he so cool and like linguistics y? But also, he makes my life so difficult because I have trouble reading him. And like, voice acting is all his different accents. Dang it. Which, like, I can't just like unequivocally like or dislike you, Wayne. You're. I'm thoroughly ambivalent. Huh. I dash we. I need to remember that name. I keep kind of forgetting it. I dash we. Okay, so the word on the street tends to call the currency notes rather than boxings. Um, but I guess the official term is still boxing. Um, which is actually maybe a little bit of a turnaround, because I don't know if they were actually legally referred to as boxings in the time of the final empire. Um, in fact, the sense that I got from Vin was that that was the slang, slang term, because they had Credit Shaw on them, which was the Lord Ruler's box, his home. So I wonder if the slang term has become the official term and the and the new slang term is now notes. Interesting. I don't know. I'm kind of maybe maybe I'll ask Brandon that if I ever get a chance to question him. What is the official currency of a Lindell called and what was the official currency of the Final Empire called? I'll just you know what I'm actually uh, yeah, I I'm going to ask that. I'll write that one down. I need to start keeping a list of things to ask Brandon. Oh, anyway. Ah, uh, there's someone named Ellen. <laughs> ah, no. I know it's not even him, but I just saw the name and was like, ah. Hi. He has a fruit stand. He, could, he would sell them for a fraction of the price. Hi. Hi. That's another name that I pronounce incorrectly. I think it's supposed to be Ellen. I think most people say Ellen. Um, I've always said Alend. I actually probably say his last name too. I've always said Alend Venture. Um, cause I liked that, like, iambic feel. Alend Venture. I think it's actually supposed to be Alend Venture though. Ugh. Pronunciations are weird and difficult, everybody. <laughs> Unless these are infused with ATM. Isn't ATM kind of mythological now? Huh. Grain shipments out east stopped coming. Oh, floods did them in. Okay, so there's an actual reason. The Ascendant Warrior and her husband. I love that, like, Vin is the main important figure in that sentence with her husband. Bless you. Oh, nice. <laughs> Lord Harm's girl. The bastard. Oh, that's it. No, don't get red-faced. It's not meant as an insult, child. It's just what you are. Okay, wow, that's lovely. <laughs> Sorry, Marasi. That you have to work for this person who... I mean, I don't think he was trying to be mean, but that's kind of awkward. Little Harms. Her name's not Harms, dude. I don't care if he's her dad. Her name is Colmes. And you should uh, address her correctly. Please and thank you. Oh, great. 
And now she's, yeah, he's, like, giving her special privileges because he knows her dad. Awkward. I'm so sorry, Marasi. That's the worst. Like, I mean, it's nice that you get what you needed, but for totally the wrong reasons. Ugh. Okay, now we're back with Wax, who says he sees a face. Is this Tan again? Okay, wait a second. He killed Tan. Wax, Tan is dead. Wax shot Tan through the face after he killed uh, Lessie. That's definitely what happened. It's, is it a Kendra? That would be fun. Are we actually going to get to interact with a Kendra in this book? Um, why would a Kendra take up bloody Tan's form, though? And wouldn't that mean there had to be a Kendra very close by after Wax killed him? Or do the Kandra work differently now? Can they impersonate people? I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm trying to make theories, but I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm not all that great at theorizing. Um, I mostly just take things as they come to me and not try to guess too far into the future. Anyway. Ha. And Wax refers to Tan as the man who had caused Lessie's death, because he can't quite say that Tan killed Lessie. I'm sorry for your life, Wax. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Wax, for defending Steris. I wish you'd leave Steris alone. She's not nearly so bad as you make her sound. I... <laughs> it's the same thing you said about that horse you bought. You remember? The one who only bit me? Rosewether had good taste. Rosewether, Wax, is a much better name for a horse than Destroyer, by the way. Um, but I, I like that Wax stands up for Steris. She really isn't... She isn't bad at all. She's just, she's got her own way of doing things, but there's nothing wrong with them. Just because she's different. Oh, sweet. Wayne figured out where Idashwi is. I'm going to remember that name. Idashwi. Idashwi. I think that's right. It's not on this page. I'm just trying to say it off the top of my head. Uh, settled down nearby. Got a job bookkeeping for a jeweler down the road. But she hasn't come into work in over a week. She seems so cool. I don't know why, but she just does. <laughs> After a short trip back to the jeweler to return the watch. Oh, goodness. Wayne, stop stealing things. So Wayne wants to live somewhere fancy, but not opulent. <laughs> Mostly it involves which kind of glasses you drink out of and what kind of art you hang. You need to know these things now, Wax, being filthy rich and all. Hmm, so they got a good reward from the Vanisher's case, but Wayne hasn't totally touched it. Interesting. My Dashri's place was at the top. Small apartment in the rear. <laughs> nice door. Good wood. He kicked it open. Perfect. Alright, let's investigate, guys. Maker's breath. Oh, there's a bloody corpse on the floor? No, 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 no. That better not be Idashwi. I'd be so mad if it's Idashwi. Guys. Is she dead? No. No, 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 no. No! Oh, I don't want to go back to Marasi. Go back- Did you just kill off my cool supposed lady villain? Okay, I'm hoping we're gonna flip back to their point of view and Wax is gonna be like, no, actually, that's not her. <sighs> Frick. Brandon, we didn't even meet her and you killed her off and I'm mad about it. Harmony, dang it. <sighs> Little harmony. Ugh. Okay, fine. Let's go back to Marasi and see what she's doing. Goodness. <laughs> and Marasi is thinking about a statistician. 
I get the sense that she really likes statistics and analytics, which is kind of a cool hobby for Marasi to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I talked to a, there's a sentence here that says rioting was rarely caused by greed, but frequently by frustration and hopelessness. Um, and for a second, I was reading it like alimantic rioting rather than like literal riots. Oops. Hmm. Okay. She feels like she should recognize the girl with long blonde hair and a lean face. Hmm. Okay, so she's Sophie Tarksall. Was she the blonde person who was at the party, or was that, um, Adashwi? Or are they the same person, and it's like Wax and whatever his terrorist name was that I've already forgotten, um, where she has two names? Though Inventor's daughter, I don't know, would she be notably Terrace if... Huh, interesting. We'll just have to see. So apparently Innate's speech is not actually on a good topic, and it's not really working, she thinks. Yeah, I was about to say, he just mentioned that they're going to be sending aid to the Floodlands, but the city's worried that they're not going to be getting enough food from the floodlands. They don't want to hear that they're sending food out there. Hmm. He's whispering his mouth. He's moving. Grimace of pain? What is he up to? And he pulled out a revolver. Okay, so she just found an assassin, maybe, who was talking to someone? I don't know. Who would he be talking to? Hmm. I'm trying to think. There aren't really any alimantic or fair chemical abilities to let you talk across big distances. This is a really long chapter, I'm realizing. I'm sorry that this recording is so long, especially because it had, like, the Alindal break in the middle. But it, it, it hasn't ended. I'm fairly certain we're in chapter six still, so sorry. We just gotta keep going. Stick with me. I don't know. Maybe you guys like lots of content. I just... Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Alright, so we're in Wayne's point of view when we go back to Adashwi. So, I guess it is her. I guess it is Adashwi. Man, I'm really, really kind of bummed about that. Huh. This murder is troubling Wayne? I'm sure she felt so. Wow, thanks, Wayne. Okay. Why did she choose to live here? It doesn't feel very terrorist. Okay, now I'm thinking about... Gosh dang it, I really should have never made the connection between Dragon Age uh, City Elves and Terrasmen, because it won't leave my head, and now I'm thinking I had a Dragon Age elf character who went to live in the city in a very, very fancy apartment that was very much not like anything she was used to, and now there's parallels being... Dang it. I'm sorry that I'm garbage, guys, but I totally am. Ah, oh. <laughs> the terrorists don't long for wildness. They aren't daring. They're reserved people. Ain't we terrorists? We're exceptions. Exactly. Smart. Don't be mean to Steris, Wayne. Steris is cool. I'll fight you. Whiskey. He keeps talking about whiskey. She didn't get a few more months. Okay. Wait a second. Hold up. Did they say she had a hole through her chest? Wait a second. Oh, frick. Now I gotta go back a couple pages. Her chest wearing a large hole in the center. Oh my goodness, this is a hemallergic killing. Why didn't I put that together immediately? 
Uh, you call yourself a Cosmere fan, Feather? What the frick is wrong with you? Okay, so... Wow, yeah, she's got a hole in her chest. That's probably from a hemorrhagic spike. Dang. Um, well, now I'm... What the heck, Yikineki? Sorry. <laughs> That's a phrase that won't make sense to anyone who hasn't either read Tokyo Ghoul or spent a large amount of time with me. I don't want to get into why I just said that. Anyway, just... God, I hate it when I miss stupid things like that. I do. It happens a lot. Whatever, we'll just have to keep going. Um, so I'm wondering, has Wax told other people about his book? Um, Steris didn't seem to know what it was, and it sounds like Wayne maybe didn't know what it was since uh, Wax is explaining. I assume Marasi knows what it is. Because I think... I'm trying to remember if it was, like, wrapped up or anything when Marsh gave it to Marasi. I don't think it was, so she might have, like, been able to look through it herself before giving it to Wax. Or maybe she was just a good person and didn't look through it. I don't know. Anyway. Let's see. Oh, nice. She... Uh... She's using Alamancy! Marasi! Marasi, you're using Alamancy! Hooray! I'm so proud of you. I like it. The... Gun. Okay, right. You can't shoot. Wait a second. The fired bullet hit the perimeter of the speed bubble and was deflected. I thought you could shoot out of a um, cadmium bubble, and you could shoot into a bendeloy bubble, but going the other way would deflect. I thought it, as long as you were shooting from slow time to fast time. The bullet didn't deflect. But it, here it's saying that the bullet did deflect. Maybe I had that wrong. Maybe you can't shoot either way. Hmm. Maybe it will always deflect. Alright, so uh, now we're back to Wax. And he's he has put together what I did not, that this was a hemallergic killing. Because thanks to Marsh, he knows about hemallergy. I wonder... Okay, I... I'm now realizing that's probably why Marsh gave him the book in the first place, because there's hemallergic killings going on, and Marsh probably wants those to stop. Marsh is so cool, guys. I like Marsh. I'm still so mad that Adashwi's, Adashwi's dead, though. She seemed cool. Like we hadn't even gotten to... <sighs> I'm upset. I'm upset. Coating the newly made spike in blood could achieve a similar effect of not letting power be lost? That's something new. Oh, they they call a spook Lustaborns. Did he use his, like... I mean, I know that was his street name. Um, but did he use that as, like, his official name after he became the Lord Mistborn? Oh, wait. The book isn't Marsh's. It's Spook's. Huh. I didn't get that. I thought Marsh wrote the book. But no, it's... It's, it's Spook's book. Wow, I didn't... Catch that. Okay. To leave some record of Melody. The Lesterborns. I don't care. He's not Lesterborns to me. He's Spook. That's okay. Said he considered it a crime that the words of founding omitted references to the dark art. I don't know. I think if um, Harmony is the one who powers the hemallergic magic system, it's kind of his, you know, prerogative that he cannot tell people about that. Okay, so the killer used a spike to steal Adashvi's fair chemical talent, then employed that ability to kill Lord Winston and his guests. Any combination of allomantic or fair chemical abilities, or all of them. 
Yeah. I I doubt they've managed to collect all of them. I feel like someone who's a whatever full twinborn could do both. <laughs> We're out of our depth. We've crept into the realm of the gods. Harmony ironized the lotus form. I kind of like that you're drifting out of your depth, though. I kind of want to shove you in the deep end and watch you flounder in amusing and interesting ways. Oops. Who would know how to do something like this? Who would Harmony let know how to do something like this? Hmm, that's a good question. Are there other copies of Spook's book lying around that someone could have gotten to? Then again, um, isn't hemology like, notoriously difficult to just learn on your own? I'm pretty sure, uh, the Lord Ruler and the Inquisitors were only good at it because they had Ruin who knew how to do it, like, directing their hand, right? Um, which I'm fairly certain, uh, Harmony is not directing things. Uh, Sezed was the person who was probably not willing to use Harmony for, or, or to use Hemalurgy for much more than, like, keeping the Kandra race alive. Oh man, it is Dan. Okay. So, that must mean that Tan... I mean, I guess that would make sense... Okay, wait a second. I have to think. I have to think for a second. So, we're assuming Tan is alive. Um, I'm sorry, I think that's the end of the chapter, too. So I just need to, like, debrief a little bit. So, we're assuming that Tan is alive. That he actually has been seen uh, twice by Wax now. Um, which, I'm assuming he probably wanted Wax to see him. Because Tan, from what I gathered from his one chapter that we saw him in, was probably the kind of dramatic serial killer who enjoyed being caught and having his work appreciated, um, and wants to, like, play and toy with Wax a little bit. So if we're saying that he survived, um, how would we, how would he do that? Maybe p Alimantic Pewter? Um, maybe Ferrochemical Gold? Uh, I mean, and then there's always the question of how did he yank Lessie? Um, was it... I mean, you could maybe do it with a speed bubble if you managed to stop time enough to see where the bullet was coming, move her, and then drop the uh, drop the bubble before... Uh, I mean, drop the bubble before uh, the bullet actually hit the barrier. But I'm fairly certain from working with Wayne... Wax would have been able to tell if there'd been a speed bubble involved, which makes me think that it was ferrochemical steel that Tan was using. But if Tan already has access to ferrochemical steel, then why would he kill Idashwi? Or Idashwi, if... Unless he was planning on giving her spike to someone else, and he wasn't taking it for her, himself. I... There's lots of thoughts in my head, and they aren't co coalescing into something understandable. And unfortunately, I see that I have lots of Skype messages, which I'm guessing mean that I need to stop reading for the night. Yes. Yes, they do. So it's a good that I made it to the end of the chapter. Um, but, huh. Okay. That's, things are happening. And I don't know. See, I feel like if I were a good reader, I'd be able to read these and be like, oh, well, now I have a new theory about what's going on. Whereas I don't get a new theory. I don't actually have any guesses to what's going on. I'm just like, I'm confused and here's why. Look at all of these questions I now have. And there's some little pieces of string that I can tie together, but it's mostly just all one big knot of 
what the heck is going on? Which, hey, I'm sure you guys are all amused by me stumbling through my attempts at theorizing. Anyway, um, for the moment, I will go ahead and bid you all adieu, um, and sign off for this episode. Let me make sure, flip to the next page, that, yes, in fact, that is chapter seven. So, this has been Feather, and I'll see you guys on the other side.